Old me, new me. The only person I'm in competition with, the only person I'm struggling against, is the current me. Hi and welcome to the Worship Cafe. My name is Olan and this is a few thoughts, one thought, especially this weekend that's on my mind. What do you do with your previous hits? With anything creative that you've done in the past? What do you do with stuff that was you 10 years ago? Stuff that was you five years ago? And stuff you've created, you know, maybe two years ago? What do you do with the stuff that's now in the archives? I really want to hear from you on this. If you're a creative person, because I meet a lot of creative people. I mean, I meet, I meet creatives every, every week, every day in the line of my work. And they've either just finished an album or are doing a first album or doing a second or a third. And you're just saying, okay, you released that first album all those years ago when nobody really knew you. And maybe you're now better known. What are you doing with those old songs? Or maybe you're still not as known as you thought you would be but you still feel the urge to release new songs. What are you doing with the old songs? I really want to know. Do you just bin them? Do they get lost on, a, on, a, on a, an old hard drive just gathering dust? Do they get swept away when you move house? You know, your old songbook from when you were 16 and now you're 35. Uh, I don't want to give your ages away. But what is it that you do with the stuff that was you 10 years ago like for me personally I uh, I tried to go over songs that I've written you know in the past maybe as far back as 10 15 years ago you know five years ago two years ago even last month and I tried to compare what I was saying in those seasons and what I'm saying now hopefully the message hasn't changed but perhaps the format of delivery has changed over the years, I've learned a lot more about songwriting, song arrangement, you know, key, you know, setting and choosing the key for a song arrangement, key changes, instrumentation, you know, subtle things that make music what it is. And the industry as well has changed. In fact, sound and the presentation of music, what we're listening to, has changed in the last 10 years. So what we used to do 10, 15, 20 years ago, compared with now, it's a, it's a different, it's a different, how can I put it? It's a different landscape. Like the late Fela Nipolakwakuti, like who do those who knew Felakuti? He was the uh, the creator of Afrobeats, the original Afrobeats. Now, he wasn't a gospel singer, but he used to do a 30-minute track. One track was 30 minutes, okay? You'd be lucky if after 15 minutes he was done with the intro. He had this massive orchestra and they were playing all these African rhythms and all the jazz classical, you know, piano and all, all of the orchestration of the various sections of his band. And that was the Egypt 80 band. And then they'd play and then maybe a few choruses, then a verse, then another long chorus and then an instrumental display. And that was it. 30 minutes, one track. Today, if, especially if your song's going to be consumed on radio, you need to be just within or just outside of four minutes. So the entire track needs to start and stop in four minutes. Okay, that beat that, that's how many tracks from a, from a 30 minute delivery, yeah? So think about it. That is the, the change. Now, people are still doing seven minutes, 10 minute songs, you know, 
And they then realize that those songs, they're not targeting radio. They're targeting audiences who listen in different spaces. Like people just want to go on, yeah, on YouTube, for instance, and just listen to music, you know, whilst they're working. That music's playing in the background. So they don't mind that song goes on for 10 minutes or whatever it is. It's a medley. That's fine. So they're not looking to put that song on radio. If they wanted to put it on radio, they'd probably have to get a radio mix, a radio version. So cut the verses, cut this, rearrange it, I'm boring you. But basically, that's a change in the delivery. So imagine if somebody tried to do a 30 minute song and was hoping to get radio play, nobody would play it. Because say for instance, you've got a one hour show on radio and it's four, four, four minutes per song. So you're looking at trying to play 10 songs on that one hour then allow time for commercial breaks, for advertising, allow times for the DJ himself to drop a few lines, introduce the song, talk about the thoughts in his head. It's not enough time. So he wants to play as many people as possible to keep listeners entertained. So if he had to play just the one track for half of the time, then you know what chance does he have if half of his listeners don't like that track? So you get where I'm going now. So there's been a change and the industry is always changing. And I always ask myself, so what is really the, the, the aim of it? If we're creating stuff and we're going to look back on it, we want to look back on it and be able to say with joy, I'm as grateful for where I was 10 years ago. I'm grateful that I've moved on now. I'm getting better than myself. I'm not in competition with anybody out there. I am getting better at what I do. I'm sounding better. I'm more confident. My delivery is, is there's more clarity in my words. You know, or whatever it is, it might be a painting, it might be, you know, starting a business, starting a blog, starting a website business, whatever it is that you do, you need to be able to mark your progress, you know, and hopefully your progress will be encouraging. I mean, there are days when you feel like you're winning and then there's other days, okay? And that's the life of an entrepreneur. When you're starting something, you hope that it's all going to go well. And in the long run, it does go well. You know, someone was saying that in nature, there are no straight lines. And I want you to pause and think about that, you, what you just heard. It's actually true that in nature, there are no straight lines. That means that God didn't create a straight line. You know the way you take your ruler and you make that straight line. If you look at it, even water, rivers, they find their way around hard rocks by edging it. And it's not a straight line. You look from above, it looks straight, but they're edging it and edging it until they make their course. You know, look at it, the trees, tall trees. Look at their backs, their fine backs. It's not a straight line, it's edgy. You know, everything you think about in, in, in nature isn't very straight, but in the long run, nature finds its way. In the long run, you and I created to find our way. We're going to get better, but on, only if we stick with the process. And I leave you with this thought, okay? An evergreen song. So it's, a lot of the times we sing songs that we don't even know the authors or we know the authors, but we've sung them for so long. And every time we bring it out, it's always, you know, the songs are always, they're like gold. They, they never go away and never go out of fashion. And the only thing I can say about these kinds of songs is that there's a lot of care and a lot of thought and a lot of deliberate action that was put into these songs to make them what they are. You know, sometimes it's the anointing. Yes, I get that. But aside from the anointing, they were properly recorded, they were properly curated, they were properly marketed, they were properly 
it's a lot of stages and layers and stuff that you don't even want to know right now. But I, I think you should know because if this is what you want to do, this is your calling, your passion, you should get aware. So get awareness. I want to hear from you. What you do with your with your, your past trophies, what, you, what was you, what you celebrated all that time ago. What are you doing with those things now? Are you just keeping them away? Or are you actually taking time to take that journey back, you know, through memory? And remember where you were when you recorded that song. Remember the challenges. Remember how you didn't have money and how you cut corners by begging someone to say this, say please to someone to play guitars. Or you played the guitars the way you knew how. And, you know, you just covered it up in the mix. So those are things I want to hear. I want to hear your success stories. I want to hear from you. How can you get in touch? Well, you can follow me on Twitter. It's Olan at Olan for Life. That's O-L-A-N, the number four, and life. So at Olan for Life. You can follow me on Instagram at Olan for Life as well. And on Facebook at the Olan Musician Band page. So please get in touch. I'd like to hear from you. This has been The Worship Cafe. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. God bless.